All right. Welcome to another installment of the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen Power Rankings. This is week three Power Rankings. It'll be the fourth installment for this season. Um, as I said, this will be week three, and we have the preseason Power Rankings. So I know I'm usually doing them on Tuesday nights. It's Wednesday night. But after watching that debate performance last night, I really needed some time to relax, debrief, because that was bad. But that being said, that will lead us directly into the power rankings. It cannot be as bad as our number 10 spot. Mendo's team, I mean, there's no better way to put it than this. That was a hot mess inside a dumpster fire, inside a train wreck. Clearly just... That is, my friends, Mendo's team. This is one of the worst teams and worst performances we have seen to a start of a season ever in the history of the LOEG. So far through three games, you have 245 points scored. For instance, J.O., who is leading the league in points forced, has 413. You are 170 points behind the top scorer in the league through three weeks. It's bad. And you've also gotten actually highly unlucky. Highly unlucky. You have 425 points allowed, which would put you in the leader spot for the Team Mom Award. So I guess there might be some silver lining to your team that maybe at the end of the corner here, you'll get the Team Mom Award. But this is just not turning around. This week, you had three players score in double digits. You had Todd Gurley, Aaron Rodgers, and the Browns D score in double digits. You lose Dallas Goddard to IR. You had to start two tight ends in Evan Ingram and Dallas Goddard, which is a crazy move. Not only that, you had to start Traquan Smith in the flex. I mean, this is just highly unlucky, highly not good. Um, This is tough, but guess what? I mean, you have Carlos Hyde. uh, If uh, Chris Carson happens to miss any time. The J.K. Dobbins thing, I mean, I think he's a really good football player. Um, I think his time will be probably more towards next year. Um, but who knows? He could always really, you know, burst a corner here. Mark Ingram's really not looking like himself. And uh, J.K. Dobbins does look like the best back there. But again, they're splitting carries. And um, Michael Thomas looks like he's going to miss another week. I mean, this has truly gotten to the point where we have to question what you did to the fantasy gods here because. You lost another first-round pick. Your keeper has stunk. Kenyon Drake has been awful. And now I'm really convinced the only reason why he's not hurt is because you own his backup, Chase Edmonds. So I just don't think they're going to let that happen either. But maybe when this team is healthy and you get Le'Veon Bell back, that maybe things will turn the corner for you and you can get uh, your first win. But right now, it's not been good. The schedule's been unfavorable, and your team just hasn't scored any points. You got to score points to win games. That's just that. Aaron Rodgers was the only one who did that for you this week, putting up 27 points. Um, Gurley, uh, you know, we were talking today at uh, Vintage before softball. I mean, he's actually been quite more consistent than I thought, but 
I just don't think we're ever really going to see him put up, you know, any sort of like RB1 type numbers. I think he's truly kind of an RB2, maybe more of even an RB3. Um, but yeah, I think he's still a pretty solid option, especially because he's really getting good volume there. But again, he's not really seen anything in the passing game. So um, Odell Beckham, uh, yeah, he's just that's he's just a guy now. That's that's really just that. And it stinks. I mean, T.Y. Hilton, I just, I don't really believe in, in uh, Phillip Rivers. And uh, yeah, they stink. I don't, I don't really think so. Bears are about to crown their ass. So there's that. All right. That will move me into number nine, uh, where we're going to have our first mover of the week, which is going to be Reese's team. You're going to be moving down one singular spot this week. Um, when we get into points forced here, you have put up 349 points. So 100 more points than Mendo's team. Um, you are one and two. You just made a move today to trade Chris Godwin. Um, Brett seemed pretty angry about that at softball today, but uh, I understand the move here. You're one and two. You got to win. Chris Godwin's going to be out for a couple of weeks. He's not really going to help your team. You know who's going to help your team? CeeDee Lamb and Hunter Henry. That's true. Jared Cook's a nobody. He's really just, you know, a waiver wire tight end. I think Hunter Henry gives you a slight edge there for sure. Um, and also too, CD lamb can definitely be a guy that you play this week and who can help you win over the next couple of weeks. And that's what it comes down to, right? I, I've mentioned this many times before throughout, you know, the history of our league here is it's so competitive that every single win truly matters. Even Mendo being Owen three has not even been remotely removed from the conversation of playoffs, right? Yes. Playoffs. I'm talking about playoffs. Um, you know, it's, it's quite early to, to have those conversations, but every single week does matter. So I agree with the move here to kind of move on and try to, you know, do what you can to manufacture some of those wins. So I, I thought it was a decent move on your part to get some players that can, you know, really affect your team standings now. Now, does it help J.O.'s team at 3-0? And, and is that a move he can make? Because, yeah, if he, you know, he takes a loss this week, um, it's not going to affect him too much. But again, every single win matters. So, you know, you want to make sure you lock up those wins and do what you can to manufacture some of those wins. Uh, Cam Newton didn't come through for you this week. He only had 11 points. James Conner, again, you know, 22 points, another big week for him. Kareem Hunt is definitely looking like a very solid RB2. Kind of wishing I held on to him there. DK Metcalf. We got to start having a conversation about him being a, a wide receiver number one, a potential first round pick, a potential first, you know, 15 player pick. He is really, really good, guys. And. He could have had another touchdown today. I mean, he put up 17 points and he ended up, you know, one yard away from the end zone and fumbling. So that's another six points that he could have easily had. I mean, this could have been a 23 point week for him. It wouldn't have affected your line against uh, J.O.'s team, but, you know, um, he's really solid and he's really coming into his own. And, you know, obviously, Russell the Goat Wilson has been the best quarterback in football so far. So, I mean, that's, uh, that's really solid for you. David Montgomery, I kind of mentioned this last week in the power rankings as well. I just kind of felt like it was kind of a best-case scenario. Um, David Johnson is solid, but I, I just, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm really on him more as a, a better fantasy player than a better real-life football player, and I think kind of the NFL has seen that to a certain degree, but he's still going to get volume, and he's going to put up decent fantasy numbers, but... He's definitely not the guy we saw originally in Arizona um, that first season. Something has happened where the NFL either figured him out or he lost his stuff. I'm not quite entirely sure, but he's really definitely not the same guy. But 
better fantasy player than real life player, so he can still help you um, in the end. You know, eleven point six points. Um, you definitely had some good things happen on your bench this week as well. You know, Tom Brady finally had a very good week at twenty six points. Um, Tyler Boyd starting to come into his own. Um, Jarvis Landry really hasn't done anything for the Browns. The Browns really haven't done anything fantasy relevant outside of Kareem Hunt and Nicholas Chubb. So um, maybe that turns around at some point in time, but we're three weeks into the season and haven't seen it yet. Anthony Miller, very solid addition to your team. Now that the Bears have a great quarterback who can throw a spiral and lead their team to victory in probably a 16-0 season and, and you know, a sweep of the playoffs and, you know, a Super Bowl win and be, you know, the first ever undefeated team um, in NFL history outside of that lame Dolphins team. But, you know, the first one um, nowadays with the Super Bowl and the, the new structure and everything like that. So, yeah, I mean, honestly, uh, that's going to look great, especially when he has, you know, like 25 touchdowns and like 2,000 yards receiving. So, yeah, Anthony Miller, solid, solid addition to your team. Um, at number eight, we have our big mover of the week. We have Mayhan down five spots. You know, in the preseason power rankings, I had you very low. And then you had that one monster week where you had the most points scored. And now it's not been so good, Mr. Brad. You are on a two-week losing streak. You put up 356 fantasy points, which puts you at number eight in the league. Huh. Maybe my initial gut reaction was right. Maybe you stink. Maybe you stink. Maybe I was right. Maybe you got on my back too much, but you put up 74 points this week. That's never going to get the job done. Never going to get the job done. Your whole team took a giant dump. And you know why? It's led by that loser quarterback, Matt Ryan. Loser. Loser. He stinks. Move on. Get over it. He's awful. He's one of the most overrated quarterbacks of all time. MVP. He's an LVP. He stinks. That being said, we'll get into the rest of your team here. Um, Adam Thielen, another double-digit week for him. Um, yeah, I mean, there's better days ahead for him, too, being the, you know, the top receiver there. But, man, Kirk Cousins really has looked awful. He's... And I said this last year too, you know, being a previous big time Kirk Cousins guy, you know, I told you guys last year I really came around to the idea that he actually just stinks. No, he 100% has proven to me he just stinks. He's not a good quarterback. He is really bad. Um, so I'm glad I came around to that because he's, he's just really bad. Um, Jonathan Taylor, you know, double digit week for him. That looks good, but he's going to have a tough, tough week playing the Chicago Bears. So not going to go well for him. Um, Aaron Jones, a little 16-point week for him. He's looked great. Um, you know, I hate Packers, but he's been so solid fantasy-wise, real-life-wise. He is definitely a fantasy stud, RB1 for sure, and he should garner the attention of that as well. But this week, you had to start Robbie Anderson, which is, uh, you know, never a great move. Melvin Gordon, I'm better real-life player than fantasy player in this regards. He's just boring. He's boring as hell. I, I just don't really like the role he has with Denver. I don't like, you know, the split carries. I just, I don't really like his situation uh, in the slightest there. Um, Julian Edelman, I think, you know, better days ahead. I think Cam Newton's very good. I think Bill Belichick's aw- awesome. And I also think, 
you know, there was a lot of talk for many years that Julian Edelman was maybe not as good and Brady just favored him. I I think Julian Edelman was very good. So, and I think he's kind of proving that. Uh, Michael Gallup puts up a monster week for you. Um, So obviously that... That looks good, and that that's on your bench, though. So that was a twenty-two point day on your bench. But I think, I think he's going to really start taking some strides here. But I think the whole Dallas offense as a whole is going to take strides. So I think you're going to see big weeks from C.D. Lamb and Michael Gallup, and you know, trying to time up when those weeks are is is really going to be the challenge that you face. Um, Henry Ruggs, he's hurt. Don't know if he's going to play this week. Devonta Freeman should get more involved into the offense. So we'll see what that means for him in New York. Um, You know, that's an interesting spot. You know, he should move into somebody that's going to, you know, get a lot of carries, get a lot of touches. So what does that mean for fantasy wise? Uh, We'll have to see. And then you got to get Julio Jones back. That's just uh, that's what comes down to it. Um, At number seven, we have myself. I'm moving down two spots this week. After winning week one, I am also on a two-game slide here. I have put up 374 points this week, which is good for sixth in the league. Um, yeah, the past two weeks just haven't really gone well for me. I just I haven't really been able to do enough to win. I put up 117 points this week, went against the top scorer this week. So, you know, never going to win in that case. But you know, Lamar Jackson didn't really come through. He only put up 14 points. Edwards Hilaire, obviously very solid. Jarek McKinnon got hurt. He put up 15 points. Tyreek Hill is just amazing. Um, Zach Ertz should see a bump. Obviously, now that Goddard's up, but Philadelphia has actually been a dumpster. And if you didn't know, um, for all of you that may may not know this, but um, in Philadelphia, a dumpster is actually really considered a rooftop pool. For them, so uh, I guess you know Philadelphia's offense would be considered a rooftop pool. So you know if A equals B and then B equals C, so that's that's how that works. So check me on my math tomorrow on that. But yes, Philadelphia's offense is a rooftop pool, which is really a dumpster. Um, Josh Jacobs, obviously, I think he's really good, really solid, but he didn't really come through for me. Seven points. Buccaneers D, 20-point week for me. That's solid. That's awesome. Defense this year has been miserable. Defense this year has been so bad, and I hope all of you, as we look towards next year, really contemplate getting rid of defense. It's been so bad and so many negative so many negatives it's just it's too much it it stinks it's too hard to predict and it's hard for me too because i had a 20 point fantasy week and you know you start a defense that scores 20 points you 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 have a really good shot at winning um but that being said i played a defense in the colts defense that had 27 points like come on man but darius slayton man darius slayton just he didn't come through for me either man he's the wide receiver number one now and he didn't come through for me he stinks. I don't know. I don't know how to feel about him. Um, I really need Colonel Mustard back big time. My bench is kind of super boring. I mean, Ronald Jones splitting carries, boring. Malcolm Brown definitely second fiddle to DJ Henderson now. Cam Akers out. Um, I definitely am looking forward to having DJ Chark back. Um, but, yeah, my bench is really quite boring with uh, Colonel Mustard sidelined. At number six, we've got Jake's team. Jake, you stayed even for the week, so never a bad move to just kind of stay where you're at. Um, you have 385 points, which is actually good for fourth in the league, but you are sitting at one and two. You are also on a two-game slide here. 
Um, you put up 132.9 points, almost came away with a narrow win over the the evil empire himself. But unfortunately, Travis Kelsey had to pull through just like everything always happens is Colin has to win. He didn't even start a freaking defense and he still won. What a joke. He lost his number one pick and still won. But we'll get into that later. Let's get into your team. You know, Russell Wilson, 40 points, MVP. He is going to tear it up, be just an absolute stud this season. No doubt about it. He might end up being QB1 this year. It's going to be him or Mahomes probably, and um, it's looking like a really solid pick for you. It's never wrong to pick the best quarterback in the NFL outside of probably Patrick Mahomes, but still, right now, he's the GOAT still. Um, but Derrick Henry put up 26. Austin Eckler put up 26. So your running backs are looking like studs. Juju Smith, like I said, now he's got Big Ben back. He is the man. He's putting up his points. He put up a double-digit point this week. Corey Davis has become fantasy relevant, real-life relevant, all-around relevant. So that's interesting. The Giants D took a dump for you. It actually was a minus four week for you. Again, like I said, defense. Yuck. Yuck, but again, I mean, playing them against San Francisco, even though they're banged up, I don't know. I, that was, uh, I don't know. I see why you did it, but not sure I would have done it. But hey, you get Devontae Adams coming back. Higby has been uh, pretty good. I mean, he had a seven point week, but, uh, you know, he's definitely a solid option for you. Tariq Cohen, uh, you know, done RIP. Uh, Corderell Patterson, uh, RB1 in Chicago. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Team just held tight. At number five, we have Kressner's team. You are up two spots this week. Um, yeah, I mean, everything I said about your team from the get-go in the preseason, I just feel still. I feel like I'm still on it here. And I'm watching the Yankees game, and that looks like it might drive home a run. Delino DeShields comes in to score. And the Cleveland Indians just went up 9-8. Raldis Chapman just gave up a single. And the Yankees are now trailing by one in the bottom of the eighth. Men on first and second. I will continue to update through here. But Kressner, you know, like I said, your team is just too good to be bad. You know, you are now on a two-game winning streak. I still am looking at your team with the same exact problems of, like, your bench just has nothing going for it. Nothing. Nothing going. I mean, but again, though, if you get these results where you put up 120 points from your starters, I guess maybe nothing else matters. But when bye weeks start to come in, I don't know what your team is going to do. There is no depth on this team because you can't start LaShawn McCoy. I guess you could start Adrian Peterson and just say, like, he's either going to get me, you know, five to 12 points. Like, I guess you can play him. But Alshon Jeffrey, he's got to come back and he's got to go play in that rooftop pool off to offense. I mean, Randall Cobb had 17 points, but you cannot trust that, and I don't really believe in that. I guess maybe Sammy Watkins is a play, but I don't know. So my problem is still just your bench has got nothing interesting. Mark Ingram had three points. Who knows what he's doing moving forward? I, I just I don't know. I, I'm not I'm not sold on this, but but hey, I, I think you know Nick Chubb, Dalvin Cook, Deshaun Watson. That's a good power three to have, and then Stephon Diggs has been amazing in Buffalo. He's been amazing. He has been awesome. And then Mike Evans, you know, he put up two catches for two touchdowns this week. 
I don't know. I just I moved you up to the power rankings. I think this team is good, especially as you have no buys right now. I think you're still going to win games, but I'm just I'm not sure. In the number four spot, we had our biggest mover of the week. Jeff, you have risen up, my friend. You have risen up the power rankings. You are up five spots this week from the ninth spot to the fourth spot. Your team came through with the most fantasy points this week. You put up 156 fantasy points this week. And that's without George Kittle. Jonu Smith has been extremely solid for you. He put up eight points. But Josh Allen quickly becoming one of the most electric must-watch football players each and every single week. And Araldis Chapman strikes out Jose Ramirez. The nice little check swing. Um, Josh Allen is just extremely electric. I said it last week. He runs around like he has no idea what he's doing and is still finding plays. This week, he stiff-armed Aaron Donald and still found a way to throw the ball away. I mean, he is electric to watch. He's just so fun. He runs around. He throws the ball across the field. He is He's really growing into a player that I'm really enjoying watching and then seeing grow here. Ezekiel Elliott, obviously, RB1. You found your RB2 in Mike Davis while CMC is sidelined. He put up 19 points for you this week, so that was a good use of your fab dollars. You finally got Kenny G, the sexy sax man, back in your lineup at 15 points. Keenan Allen had like a 1,000 targets this week. Um, It reminded me of the old... uh, you know, when uh, Brandon Marshall was in Denver with Jay Cutler and they, you know, had like 27 receptions or something ridiculous. Um, so that was uh, that was interesting to see. And he's just solid. You know, Keenan Allen, he got that big payday. Um, you know, Allen Robinson should get a bigger payday. But uh, we're still waiting on the extend A-Rob. And a diving play by the third baseman and double play. Yankees get out of a tough jam. Araldis Chapman hits it to Araldis Chapman pitch to Carlos Santana to Gio Urshela who turns the double play. Big play for the Yankees. We go to the ninth inning. Um, so you know your team did really good this week. 156 points. I think there's some good positive things on your bench here as well. You've got Claypool and Deontay Johnson might miss some time. Uh, Chris Thompson, uh, still super boring, but whatever. Uh, Deshaun Jackson, super boring, but hey, you know, you got Naeem Hines and Alexander Madison. So there's some things here, but yeah, your team uh, rose up this week. At number three, we have Brett. Brett. Who are you? Who let this guy get hot? He is two in one. He is over 500. 
That is a big move for him. Who is this guy? 411 fantasy points for points forced. That's good for second in the league. He's on a two-game winning streak. Who the hell is this guy? Who is he? Alvin Kamara, Patrick Mahomes combined for 80 fantasy points. Bobby Trees has 19 Chris Carson gets hurt, so that's definitely a bad thing. Deontay Johnson, he also gets hurt this week. But Darren Waller only put up one point. I think he's better than that. Devin Singletary put up 14 points with no Zach Moss on the field. So as long as Zach Moss remains sidelined, he becomes a must-start RB2 territory uh, player. You have Antonio Gibson on your bench. Justin Jefferson put up a monster day after I called him droppable. Brandon Ayuk put up 19 points. You got Gisecki. You got Benny Snell. You got A.J. Brown potentially coming back. You got Marquise Brown. I mean, this team is exciting. This team is dangerous. This team is scary. And quite frankly, I don't know who you are. I don't know who you are. Who is this team? Who drafted for you that day? Because this is not a typical Brett team. This team is way too good to be your team. We'll see if this could lead you to your first ever above 500 season. At number two this week, we have got Colin. He's going to stay even on the week. He um, you know, won his matchup 134.9 fantasy points. I was really close here to potentially moving you up to the number one in the power rankings, but I just couldn't do it um, this week. But you know, Kyler Murray, 22 points. Most of your players put up double-digit fantasy points outside of Levitska Chenault. But DeAndre Hopkins is going to be wide receiver numero uno. Miles Gaskin, all those uh, prop bets you sent us on Thursday night, those tended to hit and over. Um, so Miles Sanders had 12 points. Tyler Lockett, 32.5 points. Daryl Henderson looked great, 18.5 points. 100 yards rushing on the ground for him. Cooper Cup with a 20 ball on your bench. Sony Michelle with 15. This team is deep. This team is poised for a typical Colin year, a Colin run, and that's with losing your number one pick. Tough. Somebody help me. We have to stop this man's. He didn't even start a defense. 135 points. Crazy. And at number one, we have the only 3-0 team. We have J.O.'s team. Like I said, every single win matters, folks. 3-0 is a great way to get your season started. 135 points from J.O. this week, 23 points from A-Rob, 27 points from James Robinson, and oh yeah, back to the A-Rob thing, we have Nick Foles, he throws a spiral, Bears are going to go undefeated, Super Bowl, Allen Robinson going to be the first player in NFL history with the most receiving yards of all time, there you go, you heard it here first. I don't know what the record is. I'm assuming Jerry Rice probably has it because he has every receiving record. I'm going to say he breaks it, shatters it, demolishes it. But James Robinson, guys, like you have James Robinson and Joe Mixon on your team, I would rather have James Robinson moving forward, just straight up. I, I think, I don't know, souring on Joe Mixon each and every single day. I am souring on him. 
and uh, Giancarlo Stanton takes a walk here in the top of the ninth. Men on first, no outs. Um, so you have Calvin Ridley, who I said last week could potentially be wide receiver number one. He put up 14 points this week. Scary Terry. Um, you added Chris Godwin, who will eventually start for you in a couple of weeks. You got Jeff Wilson, who put up a monster day once McKinnon got hurt. You still got Will Fuller as a solid option. You know, Philip Lindsay should hopefully be coming back in a couple of weeks. I mean, this team at 3-0 and is scary, especially when CMC returns. This is just one of those teams that you do not want to see moving forward. You know, um, but again, every win matters. Starting off 3-0, and that's a huge start. But guys, that will do it here for the week three League of Extraordinary Gentlemen Power Rankings. I'm going to watch the end of the Cleveland Yankees game. See you guys.